Welcome back to the Daniel Muggleton podcast. It's me. I'm Daniel Muggleton. I'm the guy. Uh, double episode this week as I'm still at the Melbourne International Comedy Festival. I asked who you wanted me to get on the podcast. You answered Luke Heggie. You were like, get Luke Heggie on. And you know what? He's a good mate. So how fucking easy is that? Luke Heggie is this week's guest. We're talking about... Uh, a bit of in-flight etiquette, as he is the co-host of the very popular podcast, uh, The Mid-Flight Brawl, with Nick Cody. Uh, so I figured he would be an expert on how to behave on a plane. Uh, also, uh, because I'm staying near the Victoria markets this month, uh, it is just you know your general produce market. There's kind of a deli section, and there is the dreaded section of any market where knickknacks of low quality are sold. And I thought, who better to wander the market, making fun of things, than the great man, Luke Heggie. Go check out his show at the Comedy Festival. Obviously, he is on a ridiculous 43 times during the festival, two shows a night, almost every night. I don't know how the man does it. My voice is flagging just from doing one a night. Uh, but definitely go see that. The details will be in the description of this podcast. Uh, as always, I appreciate everybody who's taking the time to give us a cheeky five stars on Spotify, a five stars on Apple, emailing in dan at danielmuggleton.com.au. we got two more weeks of the festival, so I need some more guests to interview. Other than that, let's not waste any time and fucking crack on with Mr. Luke Heggie. To get us there, you guessed it, it's Verticoli. You really just went on there just in case. Just yeah. in case the episode itself lacks a bit of juice. <laughs> just you admitting to having hairy ears. Oh, it's, well, there's nothing I can do about it. Does, does your it's not an admission of guilt. It's not like baldness that I could help. <laughs> I Did I ever tell you that like, because Mary, Mary closely examines my physical appearance. I don't mm. know if your partner does the same. Wife, yes. Wife, 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 sorry. I was being forward. And with you, it's always safer to be backward. Fucking over. Well, just factual. That's all. Um, no. So with Mary, um, she just examine it really closely, like my head. Like you know, she's. I, I know I've got hair like on my cheeks now. Yeah. Just because Mary is just pointing it out. It's a mistake to shave that because I think it comes back stronger. Well, this is. I think Does that's. I, I assume so. You like with look. these little fucking cheek beards <laughs> under your eyes, <laughs> little cheek goatees. <laughs> Both my eyes have goatees. It's like a teardrop tattoo, oh, except sadder. Teen Wolf. Um, oh man, it's so funny. But yeah, so like she's like, you're losing your hair. And I'm like, I think it is going a little bit. Like I'm going yeah, a little bit exercise. Um, and then so my friend has like a startup where he does like um, pills. Yeah, the pills for the thing. And he was like, yeah, take these. They're great. They work. They prostate drugs? Um, they prostate drugs? Prostate. They're not uh, for prostate. No, it's like it's phenoxidril or oh, something. Yeah, I don't know. Okay. Um, you take them. I took them and then immediately. And I'm talking like immediately. No more stiffies. No, suicidal thoughts. Fuck. Like immediately. Like, like just day. like second day. It was oh. like the second day. I was just like, just walking around being like, should I just, should Fuck I just end me. it? Like, you know what I mean? Like we're staring at like a hotel fucking window that's open yeah. a crack being yeah. like, could I squeeze out? You know, I'm quite a narrow man. Oh, I'm not doing that. I've got a um, on mine. And then I was like, just sitting around. I'm like, the only thing that's different is these fucking hair loss pills. Yeah. So I just stopped taking them, went back to normal straight away. Yeah. And I told him and he was like, man, like, I don't think even on the first dose they do anything for that. And like, it's kind of funny because I was like, does that mean like with my body, it's like a reverse placebo? You yeah. know what I mean? Like I've always had the suicidal thoughts, but that now I've got them. a mechanism to <laughs> unlock them. Yeah, fuck. <laughs> I mean, not worth it. It's some vanity products, are they? Dude, I, are you, <clears throat> do you do many extra spots while you're here? Uh, I've been doing that toff in town a handful of times because it's money. I did a, I've done about three of the Arbery Silent Comedy because that's cash money. Don't get a lot of cash these days. And Don't get a lot of cash. I fucking love cash. They like cash in the cash. envelope. Yeah, it's cash in the envelope, and there's uh, merch cash that I get. So yeah, 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 yeah. Walking around cash. I think I want to give you slightly more juice. Or beer money. Yeah, don't talk too loud. Yeah, there you go. So there you go. How's that? Is that is that measuring with that me? That is good. Now you now you all right. Now we're sitting in the in the now correct places. Cooking. I tried to give us equal volume. Oh, okay, that's good. But uh, no, you were quieter. In our editing, mine's got to get pumped up. You get pumped up. Cody's loud, and I'm not. 
now I've got now I've got separate audio channels, mate. Previously, I was just allowing the thing to mix it for you, for yeah. you. But now that I know you're a little quiet talking fella, <laughs> like people to come in close. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's the trick. That's you a, have ba- a, bomb that's a bouncer trick. Bouncer trick. Yeah, just be quiet so you get quiet. close and they clock you. Yeah. Like you lean in and go, what'd you say, what'd you say? And the headbutt on the nose, straight in. <laughs> Old Brisbane bouncer trick. How many times have you been headbutted? Uh, not too many. It's fucking awful. I've been headbutted, um, not in a bar fight or anything. In football, I've been headbutted a couple of times. In fight, football fights, I mean. As in like? On the on-field fights. As in like soccer or? Soccer, yes, soccer. Yeah. <clears throat> soccer. Yeah. That seems very aggressive for soccer. It is. I had a guy swing at me one time at a corner because mm. I was like backing into the goal and this guy just around the back. Really? Had a go, yeah. Oh, Real weird. Outdoor, not that many, but indoor. I used to play in an indoor competition. Very, It was fierce. I feel like indoor is the niggliest. Fuck yeah. Which is a word you've got to be careful saying. But niggliest of all the, of all the footballs. Oh, a lot of nigglers. Yeah. Doing it. Yeah, and it's um because it's enclosed too. It's like rock and roll wrestling with a ball, and ours had <laughs> nets that you could bounce the ball off. Yeah, so you could also throw yourself off that and come like actual wrestling. Yeah, and I mean like just the, that that little hard ball that like, you can just kind of belt it mm. at someone and just kind of kick things off. Yeah, I was never yeah I played a little bit of indoor, never much. I didn't realize you were a football guy. I, I assume oh, being being raised in the Queensland, you were more I, rugby I, league, if you will. I did play rugby. I played. Um, rugby as a kid, but then I was mm. too small, had to give it up. I was getting fucking knocked out, broken arms, broken ankles, all sorts of shit. For shit. I threw myself into it a little hard. <laughs> like a knee in the head, whatever. And what? I was much smaller than everyone else. What position were you in rugby? Halfback. Halfback? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, you were right in there. A little bit of winger. A little bit of winger. At the, at the, like, union or league? Union. Union, yeah. So you're just at the base. School. At the base of the ruck, getting there. Getting smashed, trying to tackle a forward. Around, yeah. That's the halfback. He's a little fella, but he has to tackle the biggest bloke. They're not really little anymore. Are they're they not? Are they not still muscled? They're not as big as those forwards, but they're they're quite everyone. You can't survive skinny in rugby anymore. All yeah, rugby, all rugby league, much less even. It's true. You just get the get the get the kids who are like a hundred kegs at you yeah. know thirteen. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh shit. Are oh, you playing against men? Like when yeah. you're thirteen, I was I I looked like a, a ten year old. Yeah. Blokes who look like eighteen year olds. So you're fucked. Oh man, my school used to bring them in, bring in the the Polynesian import. Yeah, right. Um, and yeah, I remember the guy in my year. I don't think he changed size from year eight to year twelve, mm. which I don't think is normal. No, nah. I don't know if his birth certificate was 22. bang on. Yeah, <laughs> ours was PNG kids. All oh, right, fucking big. The shorter commute. Yeah, PNG. Where, yeah, I think he. Where is he from? Payo, Samoa. Yeah, right. <laughs> Samoa. The voice slightly going. I'm here, obviously, obviously with Luke Heggie, as per the request. Oh. Of the listeners, they wanted you, Bullshit. Luke. They needed you. They needed you here. <laughs> they were like, "Where is the? Where is the big fella?" <laughs> Just finished explaining. I'm not very big. Oh yeah, that's true. That is true. I've 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 misconstrued you, um, but thank you. Um, I'll, I'll give you a little bit, a little bit more. I yeah, want cool. more volume from you. Oh. More volume. I mean, which is a weird thing to say about a comedian who is what for the last ten years, yeah. a new hour every year. Yeah, this is the eleventh. This is the 11th. The 11th hour, literally. The 11th hour. Oh, there we go. A a lesser comedian would have called their show that. The 11th hour. (laughs) XI. Assuming assuming that, you know, the audience cares about their personal narrative. Yeah, they don't give a fuck. Dude, the amount of comedians who do like 25 years and they're like, I'm going to call my show 25. And you're like, bro. Silver. Silver. (laughs) One of the absolute greats. Uh, if you ever want to just Google Australian comedy, silver, like I'm not going to delve in. Mm. <laughs> 25 seems to be the midlife crisis year of comedians. Like there's a lot who are, mm. I suppose about mid-20s is when most start. And yeah. 25, they're knocking 50, early 50s, and they're having a serious crisis. You reckon that's the crisis? I just feel like they're, they're milestoneless. Yeah. So like a boy in the ocean, like you cling on to fucking anything. Otherwise, you're just drifting out there, right? Well, you know, who I've never seen do a, I've been in comedy 25 years type, is uh, people who are filling theatres and stuff. Exactly. They don't really talk about it much <laughs> <today>. <laughs> Yeah, because like maybe... They're busy. Yeah, I mean, I don't, like I, you know, am married and celebrate the anniversary, like kind of. But it's like, I think I'd celebrate the anniversary more if I was concerned that the wed- the, the marriage could be ending soon. Oh. 
for sure. It's like renewing the vows. That's what she, yeah. So that's it. Desperation. Like, mate, 25 years in. Might not see 26, but yeah. made it 25, you what know? What do you want now? Copper? Paper? Wood? Um, leather. Leather? Yeah. What you, what's that in? About four? Three. Three. Okay. It goes um, paper, and then it was cotton, and then, yeah, now it's now it's leather. And then wood, I believe. And then wood. I think so. Okay. I don't know. It gets I've pro- lost track. progressively kinkier. Yeah. You start off with the paper, which is like... And then, and then they chuck a really expensive one in every now and then. Like, what the <laughs> fuck? One was tin. I was like, sick. No worries. What did you chuck in for the old tin anniversary? Did you play it by was, the rules? Um, We're playing by the rules. Yeah, I did for a while. Um, uh, like, a, like a tin thing that you put your, your book in, your cookbook to stand up in the kitchen. Oh, like yeah, a, yeah. Like fucking... Did you, did you make it or did you buy it? No, I bought it. Because you, you're, you're handy. I wouldn't work with tin. You wouldn't Yuck. work with tin? No. <laughs> <laughs> Only bronze and beyond. Yes. In I mean, terms of the could, ages. You could make one. You could. I mean, I couldn't, but you could. Yeah. Like the, the capacity for me to produce anything. You could, but it'd be dangerously sharp or something on the sides. Just like cut it from a yeah. sink you found on the, <laughs> on the road. Just absolutely unsafe. Yeah, for sure. But no, it's, it's funny with like the, the progression. So wood now, what what? Because that was the thing. I got... Paper, I got my wife like a printout of like the first message I ever sent her, uh-huh. like kind of, you know, flirtatiously, shall we say. Because like online, we didn't meet on online dating, but I saw her on online dating and then didn't get the match and then messaged her on Facebook, you know, because oh. like we're already friends. Oh. It's, it's kind of creepy in hindsight. Came in the side door. Yeah, I don't, I, like it's a fun like story, but like it is like in hindsight, I'm like a bit against thirsty. You ever? No, no. I put it down to being a freelancer. Okay, all right. <laughs> one must follow up, Luke. Yeah, you don't just you don't just say once. But yeah, so she did that. Then for the cotton one, I think she just got me like an apron. Yeah, uh, which you know seemed to have implications. To be yeah, fair, it does. You don't <laughs> like implication gifts, like getting a fucking mower or buying your wife a pair of washing up gloves or something. Much, isn't it? Dude, Mary got me one of the all time implication gifts in London. She got me a juicer. Oh, yeah. It's just like, oh, do I work in a boost now? Yeah. <laughs> oh, proper centrifugal one? Yeah, like a real, like, beast one. Sick. It yeah, was good. One it's awesome. Because in London, they don't allow, like, fruit to be juiced, only concentrate. Yeah. Yeah, it's not. So it was, Their produce isn't great. No. But I, I go through stages of that. Carrot, ginger, and uh, orange, or that's, apple. That's my juice. Beautiful. Brother. That's my go-to. I knew that's, we had that's something my in common. winter juice. That's your winter juice? Well, yeah. I mean, I'll make it for the family just so we stave off the... The scurvy, the germs, that the otherwise otherwise attached to you being feel fucking good to being the family of a comedian slash former labourer. Scurvy's yeah. always on the always table. Too many sausage rolls, <laughs> nothing else. I do like picture your family like look this and this is absolutely incorrect, but I, in my head I picture it that if your family lived in the UK, they'd live on one of those boats in a canal. Oh, like, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's, I know what you mean, it's, it's, and I'm insulted. <laughs> it wasn't supposed to be complimentary, yeah. But you know what I mean? Like it's just it's it's wistful. No, it's, I don't have those little scummy kids that you know, free it's just free free range kids or anything. Oh, yours are caged? Yeah, they're caged. <laughs> yeah. And we eat quite well. My wife cooks every day. Every day, vegos. Yeah. Are they are they all vego? Uh, mainly at home. I, I mean, I eat meat when I'm away, but yeah, probably six nights a week vego. Right, trying to get my boy to eat a bit of meat, put a bit of bit on his bones. He's quite skinny. Sorry, I did, I did, I did actually uh, have some questions for you because your your podcast, the Midflight Midflight Brawl, yes, about planes. Yeah, I would like to, I would like to, a, do you like flying? That's the that's the that's the start. Do you actually enjoy it as uh, a as a concept? I'm ambivalent now. Ambivalent? Like I've I used to really like it before I did it all the time. You used to really like it. Yeah, I did. It was exciting. Exciting to fly. Yeah. Was never fear? I'd never, never fear. No. Yeah. No, I've never had fear. In life. No, in let life. alone on a plane. <laughs> well, it's, it's a useless emotion. It's, uh, it's defunct. There's nothing you can do about it, so I don't get fearful. Oh, wow. Um, yeah, I, I, I like it less because I do it more now and mm. I'm getting older and less tolerant of fuckheads. Well. And there are more of them. There's not, it's not just, like it's. They're meeting each other. My tolerance is going like that and fuckheads are going like that. We've met. Sure, sure, sure. There's so more the, and more of them. The fuckhead quota has been relaxed Absolutely. or increased. Increased? It's been increased. increased, yeah. Because it would be like a quote. Because like, I, I was thinking like the quota the other way. There is way. no quota. There is no just, quota now? 
as many it's, it's as many for all. As many fuckheads who can afford a, a yeah. 180 to get wherever the fuck they need to go. Yeah. And they're bigger. They spill into my <laughs> seat and the seats are definitely a few mil sm- smaller than they used to be. Do you think they're crunching seats down? I think they've crunched seats down. Yeah. As humans Not, expand. Yeah. It's a bad idea, but yeah, they get one more row in. They've had to crunch them down. Interesting. So not not width in terms of no, depth, like as in yeah, de- leg room, depth. leg room. But okay. at all, whatever you squash someone in somewhere, it's going to come out somewhere. I swear, some of those airlines in Europe, like the proper scummy, mm. you know, cheap cheap fare. Um, I think Wizz Air comes to mind. Like oh, my no. feet, like, sorry, not my feet. My knees are just on the seat in front. Yeah, I'm nearly like that too, and I'm not as tall as you. Yeah, like, that's just that is on fucking nuts it's just yep. like hey you're just going to be touching that chair the whole time yeah it's like what about the brace position like don't worry about there that yeah there's actually an explosive at the front of this plane whereas if we crash it's fucking over brother we're yeah. just blowing it up <laughs> we don't want anyone to know brace position's a ruse <laughs> start off your phones that's a ruse can you just be on your Otherwise, phone i've done it i've forgotten i've certainly forgotten and just been in the air and gotten a text and nobody is affected no it's bullshit it's um, it's one of those rules they've committed to. Now we're fucked. Just committed? They've just been like, all right. Well, you can't go back and say we're wrong. It's like <laughs> talking to a kid about eating a hamburger before you go in the pool. Yeah. You say no long enough, and then you think, actually, it's bullshit. You're not going to tell the kid. So I go, you fucking don't know anything if you didn't know that. <laughs> you lose your authority. Right. See, yeah, this is, you know, obviously I don't, I don't have the children. You've got the children. I didn't realize the consistency of messaging is key. Oh, yeah. You've got to commit to a lie. And stay with it forever. <laughs> first one you come up with. You've got to think very careful about your first lie because you've got to stick with that. Do, do you remember? Not actual lie. I mean in any situation. Oh, okay. And this, this applies to anyone out there. If you get accused of murder and you've done it, you've got to make up a story. Have a fucking good one the first time because you can't change it. See, <clears throat> this is so funny because you're describing that as like the first lies in like in that situation. Yes. And then it's like, kind of, I thought there was like a kind of original lie. No. Like in Catholicism, there was like an original no. sin. No, 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 no. And it seems like such a perfect analogy for religion where it's just like, hey, so we did this first thing where we said it was like two people in a garden with a snake. Yeah. And we just got to fucking keep pounding on that, brother. Like, yeah. we can't, we That's can't exactly be like, how it is. actually, it was like, Two dudes and a chick, and the chick was mainly there to watch, and yep. like, yeah, the snake was actually a dick. Like, yeah, un- unfortunate. But all the other stuff is good. Yeah. Like, love thy neighbor and shit. That's still good. But yeah. the apple, there was no apple. Yeah. It all crumbles. Interesting. Interesting. I like that. I do. You, do you have like a best lie that you've told your kids? Is there like a number uh, one that just pokes out where you're like, that was sick. I can't believe I navigated oh, that. I mean, I used to like. You know, they're older now, but. Mm. Uh, because I've been coming to Melbourne Comedy Festival so many fucking years, I've never been there for my daughter's birthday since she was two. Right. And all except the COVID year I was there. But mm. um, yeah, so I just used to bring her birthday forward. Just say, today's your birthday. We're having a cake. We're having dinner <laughs> on like, you know, late March <laughs> instead of early April when it is. So yeah, but she's, she was onto it from the age of about six. But there were three, that. three beautiful years. Yeah. She was like, great. Yeah. My birthday. Yeah. That's fucking sick. <laughs> Dude, if you'd kept that up slightly. Oh, you, could, you could change. Because kids don't see their idea or anything or their birth. You can keep that from them mm. until they're an adult. <laughs> and then just bring it out and go, actually, your birth date is completely different to the one we've been celebrating. Can you imagine just stringing your kid along on a birthday? It's yeah. so harmless, but also so indicative oh, of something they, more. I would hold that against you. Oh yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Well, like, but my star side. Be like changing, like telling them their real name when they're an adult. Your name's actually fucking Eugene. But don't people do that? I, I think they do. Yeah, the name one's real because, like, my nan was like Pat my entire life, but at the funeral it was Cecilia. Oh right, okay. Yeah, middle name Pat or just no? Nah, she just wanted to be called Pat. Just Pat. And it was one of the greats because the priest knew her as Pat. Yeah. But then was like doing this whole thing about her name's written he on the gates of heaven. Yeah. And he's like, Who the fuck is Cecilia? Straight up. It's like a priest like in the service being like, Yeah, I just I just knew her as Pat. I'm sure God has the facts, you know? It was exceptional Catholicism. Brilliant. Um but okay, so you like the flying, but I did before, um, you know, I, th- I figure to, to have you on here and to not discuss flying at all would be would be wasting one of your specialties, you know? Oh, okay. Um, yeah, I mean, I'd, I don't... I read a lot about plane fights and stuff, and it's not always violence. I've had a bit of 
had a complaint the other night in person. Someone saying mm. um, she was forced to listen to the podcast by her brother on a drive and they got more than halfway through an episode and there was no brawl. So it was not always fucking blood. Like it's, you know, there's other things involved. It can't just be fights. Sometimes Go the and brawlers... watch the fucking organised fighting if that's your thing. <laughs> Plus, would you like a refund, you fuckhead? <laughs> I do feel like you get more complaints than yeah. any comedian I know. And, and oh, like no. your complaints form mm. is one of the funniest things I've ever read. I adore your complaints form on your website. If you have needs an update. I haven't that's five odd years ago I read that. I Dude, I read that last year, I think, because you were telling me about it. Still Sid- holds up? Yeah, holds up. Oh, okay. Hundred <laughs> percent. have another look. I was like, fuck, how has he covered every base? Like how many complaints <laughs> has this man received yeah. that is aware of every category I, they could fall into? Yeah, I wouldn't I mean I have, but not nothing like a popular comedian. Like a really like a mm. household name. They must get them all the time. You're a fuckhead, you suck, all that. Well, see, this is the thing. I think I would disagree with that a little bit because they're just disconnected. Like they'll, they'll just get random hate. Yeah. But I feel like you, because like you are famous, but like you're not kind of mainstream. So mm. people who like you or dislike you feel. They've got to say it. Well, just they feel like they can. They feel like this will probably get to him. It's you also <laughs> now there's a bit of a theme of um, people feeling duped. Duped. Because I shouldn't be on their ABC Okay. Doing the odd sketch or this, you know, my tax money, that sort of thing. And mm. it's also, why the fuck is this guy, who's this guy? I've never heard of him. Fuck off. You go, is that your complaint? Like a, that I haven't same? heard of him. Yeah. That's that's a very a weird complaint. Yeah. It's like, I better fucking know this fella. Yeah. You know? It's weird, isn't it? It's like, who is he? He's not it's married to anyone. people in music. You go, how'd you first hear the song that you're still listening to 50 years later? Mm. You fucking hate things that are new. It's mostly just happier era of your life stuff what people don't realize is there's more people who hate their favorite comedian than there are aware of who the fuck i am <laughs> so that's a weird one to me it's like what what makes you think you can say this stuff yeah i mean but i think f- people feel like very like it's almost like a responsibility to be like hey cringe. yeah yeah like I've hey i tell you this yeah, you, you're talentless. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you seem to be like suffering some kind of delusion. Yeah, yeah. where you're a comedian, but actually you're shit, mm. and your dick's weird, and your dad doesn't respect you. Yeah, this, and you're like, oh, did you enjoy the show though? Like, yeah, you know. Yeah. But yeah, it's it is funny because like you know, on online I get a lot of it, but I don't think I get it as direct as you. I feel like you kind of. I probably just make more of it. You probably get the same amount. I just yeah. think it's I, I make it a bit newsworthy in my life. <laughs> and I don't I, I hate the concept of it. I think people shouldn't be doing it. Like it's awful mm. that, that they don't know that I am not suicidal or something. They don't know that about me. They don't know that mm. I'm not depressed and all that shit. Yeah. And they do fucking affect some people. They do. Like, That's true. And some comedians I know are very affected when they get fucking abused. As yeah. people should be in life, really. But See it's just, like, I can't, like, whenever I get anything like that, and it's like every now and again it's like at a person, like last night I I definitely, I fucked up, but it was all fine. Mm. But, like, I fucked up. You know, the thing is a comedian, we're like, oh, I did that. That was yeah. that was an error for me. Because, like, I had this thing about giving an Uber driver less than five stars. Yes. And I'm yeah. like, I was like, why? And I was like, that's always going to be a tricky question because there could be, you know that thing with crowd work? One yeah. question too many. Yeah. One question too many sinks this fucking ship. And... Yeah. Yeah, it was like, why? And she's like, oh, because he like sexually harassed me. And I'm like, well, that's going to bring the mood down. Yeah. And then I fucked How up. How many stars did she get? That's what I asked. Did you? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, maybe we could save it with this. And you, she can't, was, you can't give zero, can you? You can because oh. she gave him zero. Oh, I thought it was like a one to five thing. Like that's what I thought as well. And okay. I was like, isn't it bizarre that you have to give him one star? And she's like, no, you can give him zero. And I'm like, oh, okay. But it was yeah. it was fine. Like, but you know that thing where you're like, that was me though. Yeah. That was me opening something up that I knew was a possibility. And it's also like it's a funny one with with you see with crowd work when things turn mm. serious. Like someone will say, you know, everyone having a good night. You know, you having a good night, and she'll go, nah. Oh, that's a shame. You know, my husband just died, or something. Like someone will do that to you in crowd work. You think, fuck. A little bit of that's on them. We think, yeah. Fucking hang on, man. We're all having fun. But also, thanks for your honesty. So I don't there's two sides to it. Yeah, no, it's, it's very funny because, like, you know, I, I tend to be a pretty good read with that stuff. Like, I don't yeah. – but, like, yeah, that one last night, I was like, 
uh, that's that's a difficult one to drag it back yeah, from. Yeah, right. Um, but yeah, the complaint thing. No, I just I feel like yeah, I just feel like with you, like people seem to get like upset in a way that like I find mystifying. Mm. Or maybe you just, as you said, just telegraph it a bit more. You're like, this is hilarious that people get annoyed. So I tell people when it happens. Yeah. Whereas like with me, I just always feel like it's like, you know, you're not funny. Like, you know, you're just swearing. You're, you know, something yeah, about exactly. something about you know, you're fucking convicts because I make fun of the British so much, you know? Yeah, okay. It's all very like, this has nothing to do with me. Yeah. This has everything to do with you. And obviously when a comedian gets someone commenting on their shit being very negative, you do click through to look at their profile. Oh, for sure. But it's a, it's a wide range. Like you can tell by the language used usually yeah. the age demographic. Words like tripe. Like, <laughs> oh, okay. I know what's happened here. Just aging the complaint? Being yeah, like, yeah. Ooh. My complaints form is full. I can't even read them anymore. It's, it's full? On, it's on SurveyMonkey. You only get 100 or something and it's full. It's full? Yeah, and they say if you want to read these, you've got to subscribe and pay money. I'm not fucking paying money. So oh, I've got to, I've got so to tra- I need some help. I've got to transfer it over to a different document. That's or so maybe funny. just have a downloadable PDF or something because I can't read them now. Well, well, look, if you've got a workaround for SurveyMonkey and you'd like to help out Luke Heggie, get in touch with me, dan at danielmuggleton.com.au. That'd be we great. Can, we can I solve this thing. I am really shit at text. So I don't fucking talk at me in, in terms I can't understand. Nah, they'll send it through to me. I'll check it and send it across to you. I'll increase the font size and shit. Don't worry about it, that'd brother. Be, I'll help nice, you out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I need more than that. I mean, I need those questions put straight in. I won't be able to do it. <laughs> no, we'll solve this. That's great. Because I want you to be able to read them because I'm going to get you back on this. We're just going to go through them. Yeah. And it's going to be great. It'd be good. It's going to be so fun. I nearly want to pay Survey Monkey, but I don't now because how dare you charge me to read my complaints? <laughs> so it's just people yelling into the abyss at the moment. It's. Uh, can you imagine the sheer fury of filling out a complaint form for this comedian who's yeah. fucked you off on his website and yeah. you go to hit submit and it's like, sorry, he's actually reached his <laughs> limit. <laughs> oh, no, I think they, I, I don't think they Oh, they know. don't know, okay. I've, I can't read them because I've got to pay. Right. I thought that was thing. just, you know, it's just like that oh, whole thing, the voicemail awesome. is full. Like, get to oh. the end of it and they go, it just goes blank again. I'd like that. Dude, oh, fuck. They fill it out, get to the end. They fill out the personal question at the end, like, I fucking hated this because of, you know, yeah, yeah, in yeah. my words, this. And then it, and then send and it just goes blank again and do it again. Can you imagine, like, if we, I, I reckon there's probably, like, a nerd who listens to this who's willing to help <laughs> us out. I reckon we can get it so you do that and then at the end you go to submit the complaint form and you're like, unfortunately, the complaint form cannot be submitted at this time. Would you like to submit a complaint about the complaint form? Yeah. Like, just really... Just have a new form. Yeah, inception it. <laughs> just like, what was your most frustrating experience oh, about be- the complaint form? <laughs> <laughs> That'd be great. Yeah, I would love that. All right, on. we'll solve that. That's fucking on. Um, all right, so sorry, just the planes quickly because I, I fly a lot because of this shit as well. Mm. Um, and I get annoyed. I'm like an angry flyer. Not yeah, like okay. not like a brawler. Yeah. I, I, I hope. I hope I never pop on the podcast. The, the worst thing I've ever seen on a plane actually, which you would love, is uh, I was flying to Adelaide Fringe when I just started doing comedy. And um, at one point, they do the little speaker announce thing. Uh, ladies and gentlemen... Um, We've just got a performer here from the Adelaide Fringe. You'd like to pop up and say a couple of words. You got and up and it wasn't you? It wasn't me. Thank God it wasn't me. No, you were no, already I, halfway up the aisle. I didn't get up the aisle. I was you like, discovered it was someone famous. <laughs> fuck off. I was like, what psychopath? Dude, this, I, this oh my, was a hostage I situation. This. Yeah. this is a hostage. This guy gets up. I forget his name. It's going to drive me fucking insane. But it was like, I think he was like a doctor who also did stand up. The most terrifying kind. Australian? I think so. I think so. And he gets up and he goes into the speaker, like the the, the, inter- the intercom, yeah. just across the whole plane, being like, hey, my name is blah, blah, blah. Um, I'm a doctor slash comedian. I've got a show at the Adelaide Fringe about, and, you know, he like describes the thing and blah, 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 and like does like a little joke at like the end mm-hmm. and then says, so I've just got some flyers. I'm going to hand them out to you guys. And... Where's seated? Like the seatbelt sign, I think it wasn't on, but it was like, it was before the meal. Yeah. And they let him do this? Yeah. He's fucking mad. It's insane. Is he still around? I'd love to know. Dude, I, I've never seen him again. Fuck. I would, I would never, I would never forget that. I would be like, you're the fucking, cause like just we're just in our chairs, yeah. seatbelts on and did he's you, just did putting come all the way down, give you a fly. Every, every seat. Oh my God. It was insane. And they just let him. That is psychopathic. They just let him. Yeah. He, they don't know. No. Nah. Like, he could just be fucking uh, taking the plane over. You don't know. I fucking hate 
this. I like. I mean, I, I love it. I think it's <laughs> mad. But like, you know, when you see some dickhead pull out a guitar and play on a plane or something, or like a band going, you know, doing a sing along or yeah, some yeah, musical yeah. troupe doing that. You go, no, not everyone's enjoying this. Shut yeah, the fuck up. Yeah, like none of us wanted this. I mean, this is like pre like the really good in flight, but at the same time, like unacceptable. Mm. Like, and I just I could not like a to be him and be like, you know what's going to sell some tickets. Oh. Accosting people. No shame. Accosting people on the plane. Yeah. Oh, but then, yeah. And just the fact that I was like strapped down and mm. given a, like, you know, that like You're a clockwork a orange, like the fucking eye yeah. thing. It's just like putting your flyer either side in front and being like, fucking absorb this information, you dog. Yeah, great. Oh. Yeah, I've had Horrible. a few things. I've, I haven't had a brawl, but I, I did hand a man a note not long ago. I was trying to sleep and he's behind me talking through his property deals with, with <laughs> a guy he just met me banging the tray table. And I was yeah. trying to sleep. It just kept banging my head back like that. It's like, yeah. It really pissed me off. So I wrote a note saying, you're going to have to stop doing that. And just handed it over the thing like this. <laughs> and he didn't take it immediately, so I sure could do it. <laughs> until he took it. And I thought, I, I would happily punch this guy. Yeah. Nick Cody was on the plane too, but he was back in the exit row and I was up further. I thought, yeah. I, don't, I can't have him filming me actually having a fight on a plane. But well, it's some real estate dude. I would have fucking laid waste to him. Would but, that have been like just the end of the podcast? Like, you know, that's the yeah. that's the finale. We We're not it. toughing this. Is <laughs> one yeah. host filming the other host decking a guy yeah. on a plane? <laughs> <laughs> Would be mad. And the other the other peeve currently for me mm. is um, dressing casually as I always do, mm. and in the priority line, they will inevitably uh, do an announcement to the to the line saying, "This is priority only." And I'm the only one dressed like this. It's all businessmen and women. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They think, fucking hang on. I'm like, yeah, I know. And then I go and get my row three seat and shit. But yeah, it's definitely targeted. Right, you feel it. It's, yeah. Because I remember one of your first it's jokes. bigotry. I think about one of your first jokes every time I'm in the airport, which what is I was, in the, I was in the airport waiting for my personalized announcements oh, to get yeah, on the plane. Yeah, yeah. I think about it all the time because <laughs> I'm like, should I wait? I want to see. Have you ever had it? I've never had it. I was I was in the lounge a few months ago, um, chatting with a comedian Nazim Hussein. Nazim Hussein, and he goes, "I got to go. I got to go get my plane." And then, a solid ten minutes later, fifteen minutes later, I hear this: "If Nazim Hussein is in the airport, please make your way to go." I was like, "Fuck!" So I sent him a text, going, "Mate, they're calling you. You fucking idiot. Are you yeah. wandering around looking at shiny stuff or something? I don't know. Because <laughs> you left ages ago." There's no way he couldn't have made it. Yeah. I don't know what he's doing. That's so funny. I've never got one. Have you got one? Or was that no. purely a joke? Okay. I was picturing you in your youth in a surlier time. Just like, I'll fucking wait. Yeah. No, I don't. I've never had one. <laughs> Love that. All right. So no, this, this is my, I would like you to rank these three egregious things on the plane. Okay. Like the most egregious actually you know on the plane. Number one, reclining the seat before the food service slash on a flight under four, four hours. Mm -hmm. Number two, barefoot. Barefoot everything, like yeah. to the bathroom, back on the seat rest, up on the seat, up, foot up the on the seat. yeah, in that gap, in that little me. gap, that's yeah, that's fucking punchable. Yeah, and on. then um, Mary, I uh, wanted to submit uh, too long in the bathroom, doing your makeup in there, clipping the nails in there, oh. whatever you want. So those are your three. All let's bashable do, offense. Let, let's figure out the podium. It's got to be the feet. Number thing. one, yeah, because like I can't, like I don't, I haven't got a foot phobia or anything, but. It's Do you have so a foot fetish though? Gross. That's the real question. No, let's let's get to the nitty gritty but of this podcast. Feet, like it's never a beautiful feet. It, like the the kind of people who have nude feet out in public, they're not fucking right. Not yeah. nude, but you know, sort of no, no shoes, nothing. I do it down at the shops and stuff. That's different. But on a plane, fucking yuck. <laughs> on the seat, on the armrest, in the gap, mm. fucking not on. I've seen one like right beside me in a window seat. You see a bunch of toes there, <laughs> and you got to tell them. Nah, sorry, mate. That's you know that's not on. Uh, the have, you, have you have you given a warning? You've been like, mate, you gotta. I just yeah, gotta get those little piggies now, out of here, mate. Yeah, I'm on it now. Nice. I don't, I don't give a fuck what they. If it's a thug <laughs> or whatever. Sorry, mate. That's you're gonna have to stop that. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, that's number one. The um, the seat reclining. Cody's a big two hours. That's his limit, and I, I tend to agree with him. Over two hours. Yeah, fair enough. Wait, two hours but, like. If flight the flight's, time? If the flight's flight over time. two hours, yeah, your seat can go back. Oh, that's if it's absurd. under. That means you well, can you recline wouldn't... on the way to Adelaide. Go fuck yourself. Why would? Yeah, you can. No. Once someone does, you all have to. It's like dominoes. That's what I mean. So just stay strong. Be a grown-up. Fucking, you're not sleeping. 
Like on a three out of Adelaide? Just I, I sleep before takeoff on a flight to fucking Brisbane. Really? Yeah. Are you that tired? I don't, I don't recline the seat. Yeah, right. I'm always fucking. Why do you have fucking. Yeah. Always, <laughs> I can fall asleep right now. <laughs> please, um, please don't. Um, and yeah, the toilet I don't really give a shit about because I've, I, like an adult, I'll, I'll number two it on the ground. On the ground. I'm never that desperate to get in there. Long haul, yeah, maybe you need to pee. Yeah. But I don't, I don't know why someone would stay in a toilet. Long, for, for longer than they have to. Like it's, it, it baffles me even on earth that you <laughs> f- fucking choose to be in there in your stank yeah. for more than 60 seconds. You're not ready mm. or you're ill. Like there's, yeah. Wait until you're ready, get in there, do the job, get out, done. Yeah, I mean, I think this is Mary specifically being like chicks in there with the makeup. Like I feel like she's been just waiting. You know, yeah. We just recorded outside. an episode actually where a famous country singer had a fight over this very issue. Someone took too long in the toilet. Really? She, she had a go to. Did you have you ever done a knock on a toilet door? On a plane? Yeah. No. Never on I a plane. I have open one and someone's in there, and and they look at you as if it's your fault they haven't locked the fucking door. <laughs> Cody's done that actually. Worse, he had like a yeah, someone destroying it. And he's walked straight in. And they, I think they yelled at him. So like, what the fuck? I've done it very and just seen a foot or something. Go, oh shit. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like the 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 crazy the crazy ones are the one they don't say anything. Have you ever had that? We've like pushed a cubicle and just it's like they're just like <laughs> like some kind of cat. Like yeah. wow. <laughs> just fuck it. Wait to see what you think. Startled you. Yeah. Come on in or yeah. fuck out of my cubicle. It's like, hey man, this is basically an invitation. Mm. <laughs> yes, the, no? The um I, there must be some people because some people are very, very big, and to get in and out of a toy, those plane toilets, mm. I'm average size, and I find them small. Like I wouldn't go in there to sit down. Yeah, they are small. People, get, people I, must get stuck. I'm trying to remember the last time I took a shit on a plane. I think it must have been a while. Mm. Like I, nothing comes to mind. Yeah, because unless it's long haul, got to be desperate. Long, even long haul, but they put the stoppers in the food. You know. Yeah, yeah. They're like they don't they don't want it. They don't. They don't want this happening. Of course, they don't. I was sorry. I just. I just realized another. The thing that I would argue I find most annoying on a plane now. Well, for me, it's the seat recline. Like I think the seat yeah, okay. recline is just. I've had kids recline their seat in front of me, and I'm like, I'm gonna fucking yeah. lose it. Uh, I'll block people. I'll, I'll straight will. up knees against the seat in front and be like, fucking try. Like you're not pushing it back. But you got to preemptively do that. You yeah. Can't. Don't worry. I got them ready. I'm ready to go. How do you know someone's about to do it? Because they do that little shift. They do a little shift in the seat, working side to side, trying to find the button. And I've just got my knee right up there being like, give it a go. In that case. Honestly, you want to push back? Fucking try. And I'll do the thing when there's the meal. And if their seat's still back, I'll be like, excuse me. Yeah. Their seat's back. Can you just sort that out, please? And then they'll put it back up. And then at the end of the meal, they go to recline again and I'm ready. Great. Dogs. You just got to sit there like that the whole Worth 14 it. hours Worth it. <laughs> with a hand on the back of a seat. Hey, 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 as I said, as I said, over four, fine, recline, it's all good. I, it, on the long haul, though, I don't like it as soon as they've got them like dirty, dirty dishes taken away, mm. whack, straight back. Mine are still on there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. What, they don't wait 10 seconds till you get yours cleared. Oh, the quick recline is such a dog, yeah, it's, a dog it's act. A shit move. No good. All right. Um, we've covered we covered that. I like the podium. I like your podium. I like the feet for you being the worst one. Because I'll I'll admit I have I currently have my feet on your yeah. But socks <laughs> socks are on. Yeah. Socks are on. Yeah. This is this is you know Japanese courtesy. This yeah. is all good. Um, but uh, yeah, because I'll like on the long haul when sleep deprived, I have been known to sock only into the bathroom, which oh. I think is fucked. It is fucked. But you just forget. You just Yuck. like, oh, you just like, oh, oh, whatever. Airplane socks, at least that you can throw out. Nah, mine. Oh, <laughs> and they go back in your shoes. I guess. Oh, I don't man. abandon them. Should just leave them in the fucking little seat thing, seat pocket, yeah. along with your feet. <laughs> just chop them off. <laughs> Breaks over in the in the interim. Mm. In the interim, Luke Heggie and I have partook. One of the great middle class experiences, hitting up the market, hitting up the market. I thought, who better to walk through and make fun of knickknacks and bric-a-bracks <laughs> than dear Luke Heggies? 
Pardon? Trinkets and Trinkets. shit. Yeah. God, there's some shit. I think, would you argue that we're two of comedy's greatest complainers? I think we're... Um, or mockers? Not genuine. I'd, I'd prefer mocking. Mocking. Complaining is actual... They fucking complain. Yeah, right. Mostly we're, about... You know, their lack of fucking progress through their <laughs> careers. Just complaining about stuff. Yeah. But like everyday life stuff, yeah, probably. Mock- mockery. Probably a fairly solid mocker. A mockery of the of the every speaking of speaking of things to mock the mocker. Yeah. Coffee and your fucking chocolate, you piece of shit. Well, it's wasted chocolate, isn't it? <laughs> it was nah. actually very funny. On the on the we're getting coffees before you came over to record this. And uh, Mary was like, hey, should we get Luke a coffee? And I'm like, oh, he doesn't drink coffee, he drinks milkshakes. Mm. And she's like, oh, that's funny because he would make fun of people who drinks milkshakes <laughs> if, <laughs> unless he drank them. Yeah. And I'm like, that's fucking spot well, think, on. Oh, this is when I knew I wasn't cut out for the corporate world. It was my first ever meeting in a job where I had to wear a tie and shit. I was there, everyone's having coffee, and mm. I had a thickie. You had a thickie. <laughs> and they're sort of looking at me like I'm a piece of shit. That's so funny. Did you have a thick drink and a thin tie or a thick drink and a thick tie? What were you rocking? It was thick tie era. Thick like tie mid, era? Mid-90s, thick ties were thick. What was his corporate job? Because like, you've otherwise was, been a practical man, a, a, a labouring uh, man. Yeah, I was in uh, the marketing department for a hospital that was privatising. just the marketing my, department for a hospital? Yeah. yeah Mate, if you're, if you're sick, this is where you want to be. Yeah, pretty much. Let's not fuck around. Yeah. Interesting. Mm. And did you get the? Didn't get the job? Uh, no, I was in the job. Was oh, working. you're in the I job. Well, I had a couple of jobs going. I was, I was a lecturer at uni, and I was doing that. And I fucking wait. You're a lecturer at uni. Yes, I was. For what? Uh, business marketing, advertising, mostly first year business and copywriting that sort of shit subjects. Really? Yeah. I had no idea. I thought I knew you pretty well. And well, yet, I'd, yeah. I'd studied. Yeah. And then I did an honours degree. Uh, and then I was about to launch into a PhD. Right. But I went travelling and never went back to it. Interesting. It was at like Br- Queensland Uni? Uh, QUT. QUT. Yeah. Queensland Qu- University of Technology. Oh, you guys got one of them as well. Yeah. Like, a, like a UTS. Like yes. an RMIT. Mm. Every, every city's got a technology university. Yeah. Um, interesting. I had no idea. Yeah. You, do, you do learn. Look, look, this is the kind of hard-hitting scoop oh, that people come by. Yeah. Come by the pod for. Well, I've been going backwards ever since. Like just fucking. I, I disagree. I think I think you're making steady progress. And if you suggest that you're not, then you're bordering on complaining, <laughs> which you've openly mocked previously. So let's not be too careful, uh, Mister Heggy. What are you going to openly mock first about the QV markets? Look, the trinketry. The trink. The trinketry. Um, it's got to be. It's got to be the just sheer number of spiritual stores that we saw. The stalls. Crystal dogs. Crystal dogs. That's it for me. Buddhist things. I mean, like just kind of Buddha heads. Some fucking dude with pestles and mortars, but they're not. Yeah. Winding it around. It's going, (laughs) like fucking do that with my glass, fuckhead. Yeah. Not buying a contraption specifically for that. To make that sound. Yeah, just, just like... If, if you're going to like a market and like just for anyone, it wasn't like there is a farmer's market section, but this is just like the, the mm. crap section yes. that tends to adjoin the, the, the produce. Yeah. It's, it's very funny because like they couldn't be further apart because the produce is like, you know, suggestibly more organic than what you're getting at the supermarket. Yeah. But the trinkets are arguably the least organic mm. items in human existence. Like... They're the ones that China looks at and is like, ah, I just don't think they're manufactured well enough. Yeah. You know, like this is this is junk. It's just so much shit. So much shit. Like straight Shops out of Shops with a fucking snug enough snuggies <laughs> for everyone to have one who's in this city. Like yeah. there's so much stock there. That and those fucking trinkets, they're all dusty. That Chinese dust yeah. you're talking about, you get on your stuff. Yeah, just you that, don't trust the cook cookware. I don't trust the cookware. We have market cookware in our house that's like just from that. Just from like, you know, modern day slavery dust, you know, yeah, where it's yeah, like, yeah. we're not going to pay the people. Like, we don't care about these guys and they work for us. So the idea that we're concerned about your long-term health implications. Yeah. Is zero. Yeah. <laughs> Just zero. Fuck. You can never wash them enough. You can never get the taste oh, of. Yeah. But I tell you, it was a good cheese grater. And I don't regret buying it. It's going oh, yeah. well. We're going Palmer's and direct on the pasta, mate. This is a handheld. None and of this. It's, it's the quality is good enough to do that. It hasn't lost its handle yet and shit. It hasn't lost its handle, but it has a severe concave 
Right. Like if so it was if it, tinny. If it's it was a, if it was a mirror, we're currently fun house. Yeah, okay. Like that's yeah. But it, it works. Uh, yeah, but and it, it costs forever. like and it's gonna snap. It it costs like just a price that shouldn't exist anymore. I think it was like four dollars fifty. Mm-hmm. You're like nothing costs four dollars fifty. I thought you could say a buck or something. Nah, dude, four fifty is nothing now. Like nothing. Bullshit. Really? Four fifty. Well, I mean, I wouldn't buy a four dollar fifty grader. Buy cheap, buy twice. Yeah. I go expensive. Lasts a long time. You got a fucking La Crescette grater going hard. I think we fucking might have actually. <laughs> I don't know. I wasn't in charge of buying it. But yeah, we got a <laughs> I wasn't in charge. Yeah. That was not delegated to me. No. The the grater. Yeah. I mean, I agree. I I tend to buy, you know, the expensive thing once. Like that's definitely my approach to stuff. But yeah, I mean In a j- market, I wouldn't think to buy any of that shit we just saw. Like cork hats and fucking just the tourist stuff is so fucking tacky. Australian well, I was, shit. I was saying uh, potentially next time we need to bring the mics along, just do a little live walk. But um, you get shopkeepers bashing you though, because you're pointing at stuff and openly slagging it off. <laughs> just slagging off the thing. Well, I mean, we were doing that, and they seemed pretty unperturbed. Yeah, I've like seen, I've seen I, it before. Yeah, I don't think we're the first to go through. I mean, we're the first people to do it like sober. Like yeah, I assume a lot of stoned people walking through, being like, "Fuck, that Buddha is cheap," but yeah. like, I don't care who's. How many tongues the Dalai Lama's sucking? I'll buy. I'll oh, buy yeah. a little Buddha. Yes. Do you reckon that's gone down in price subsequent? Oh, you'd like to think so, actually. Yeah. Cheap Buddha tongue statue. Yeah. <laughs> that's the thing. Like you're doing it with your finger, making that sound. He wants you to lick it. He wants you to just go around. It's fucking good, isn't it? <laughs> been quite sanctimonious that that mob for a while. Everyone, yeah. Like obviously Catholicism's been in the in the news for decades now. Yeah. For their tongue sucking and what have you, but. Uh, well, look, nice to see it's not confined. As as I as I pointed out to the internet at large, I'm like, you can't rule out that when a Catholic priest dies, they could be reincarnated as the Dalai Lama. Mm. So let's not let's not fuck around. Maybe yeah. learn a thing or two. <laughs> it's it's a it's a hilarious thing to just kind of explain like it was a joke. And I'm like, was it? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> joke. Has so, he? Is it, I don't know enough about the Dalai Lama. Has he been allowed to root throughout his life? Like, what's he? I don't think he just he, sits around, doesn't he? I think so. I think he just kind of does, does like a speaking tour. Mm. Not a lot of laughs. No. <laughs> I reckon still hard to follow though. Oh. You had him doing motivation and you doing comedy afterwards. <laughs> Fucking next to no chance. Well, like I think I think I swear like Mikey Robbins, fucking what an Australian comedy throwback reference, um, interviewed him. When I I saw the Dalai Lama once because like my dad was just at that age. Yeah, okay. That white what do you people do when you go see through. Do people go and touch him or what, what happens? You just listen to him. Yeah, okay. And he's just kind of like, hey, he talks calm, calmly. Yeah, he's like, you know, life is complicated. There will be twists. He made fun of Mikey Robbins for being fat, which I thought was pretty funny. In English? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, you know, it's it's not it's not as political as you think either. There's not a lot of you know, free free Tibet going on. They're just kind of like, oh, whatever. Do you think? Yeah. Um yeah, like there was the, I my highlight for that market actually might have been the Turkish delight stand. The just mm. did Turkish delights. That was it. Yeah. Just in the middle. Like it was in like cuz there were lanes, there was like a kind of grid system for the market and this Turkish yeah. delight was kind of like a roundabout. Yeah. In the middle of Fuck two of the lanes. Putting it here. Yeah. And it was the only stall that was like designed to look like what it was selling. Like it looked like a little Turkish teacup, really. Yeah. Or ke- a kettle? Almost like a kettle. Yeah, looked like a little old-fashioned carousel, children's toy. Yes. That you wind. Yeah, like, yeah, 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 yeah. Around. Exactly right. And just just Turkish like, what about the corn guy? There was also just a corn guy, pure corn, 100% corn stand, on the car. Stand behind your product, have the best corn <laughs> in town, everyone will come there. On the corn, sorry, on the cob, off the cob, cooked, oh, was uncooked. He, was he selling at Colonel's? Yeah. Tins or what? Like fucking I think just it's bags. Bag of kernels. Like just imagine un, unpopped popcorn, but like in the in the casing of a popcorn bag. Do you know what I mean? Does that make sense? Was he cooking it and then selling it hot? Yes. As cur- no, he's selling cobs hot. Selling cobs hot. Yeah. This is uncooked kernels. Really? But in bags. Oh, okay. Yeah. And then what? What do you do? I don't know. Go home and heat it up. Like maybe you make a big Mexican salad. Fucking weird. I don't know. I say this time I've used corn, Mexican salad. Really? Except by the cob, because Mary I goes by the cob. cob. Have you got cob holders? No. I've got them. Little, oh, man, you got, you got silly childhood. ones? You got fun ones? No. I'll, you I'll got serious ones. Retro ones. <laughs> They're from my childhood. 
Are they corn? Are they little are they little corns? No, I don't know. I've seen them. Okay. No, ours are like um timber, like an ebony sort of, you know, really dark timber with the silver circle. Like a it looks like a old sword. Oh. Like an old uh, fighting sword and the yeah, it's shaped like that. It's brilliant. How so how often do you cob it on? Since I've since I've acquired them from Mum's joint, quite a bit. Quite a bit. Mm. I had corn on the cob yesterday. <laughs> In Melbourne, you do it. You I played an away I game. Bring, I didn't bring the sticks with me. That'd be so funny yeah, trying no. to get them through the airport. It's just my little my little <laughs> no, cob. You wouldn't holders. get them through. They're fucking sharp. Yeah. No way. I'll get through. Carry on. Yeah, I just. I think with corn and like maybe this is too like because it doesn't absorb. Does it do anything? Uh, are there any nutrients in it? I don't know. Because you, you you're shitting it out. Yeah, as, as is. is. There must you must get something on the way through. Kind of like in tray out tray. Incredibly malleable. Of. It's in every American food there is pretty much corn syrup, corn starch, corn something. But is that I just thought I just thought it's because Americans need more to chew but less to consume. You know what I mean? I don't chew it. I thought it was kind of like a format. chewing tobacco. It's ruined that joint corn. America. Yeah. What did it do to America? Well, it made dust bowls out of most of the country. That's true. They just <laughs> over-farmed it. And yeah. And uh, it's in fucking everything. It's just corn syrup. It can't be good for you in the quantities they have it. Yeah, because we don't really corn. Do you reckon it's just like the South American influence that there's the corn or was it just easy to grow? It was. It's easy to grow. Okay. But then you do it too much, you're left with dust. Dust. It's killed a lot of people. Yeah. Interesting. Do you reckon more? Do you reckon that dust has killed more or less people than the dust on that cookware in the market? <laughs> less, but those people were Chinese. <laughs> Here we go. Here it is. Now, <laughs> now let's kick it off. Well, no, the, the Chinese dust stuff. I mean, I've I've got merch pencils, and they're a bit dusty sometimes. Mm. I try not to touch them too much. I've washed my hands very much when I've finished touching them, <laughs> and uh, I get people to pick their own. Yeah, you, you, know, you pick your own colours so I don't have to fucking touch them. Yeah, it, it is kind of... Because, like, what? That is that even a controversial statement, you know? Like, that there's dust coming from these things that we get made offshore. I don't know. Is it? I don't know. Because, like, they're wearing masks and shit, brother, you know? Because mm. like, my mate has a bike shop and he was just over there doing, like, tours of the factory and, like... Where his bikes get made? Yeah. Right. Um... Has he and got his own brand of bike? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He imports. Okay. Yeah, and he like and he imports them, and it's like I think it's like China and Taiwan are his main two kind of mm-hmm. distribution lines. <laughs> one of them, one of them might go under soon. I wonder why. Yeah. Um. But yeah, he was saying going through those like factory towns, man, it's pretty real. You know, like want a mask on the whole time. Oh yeah, like even walking the streets, yeah. mask, just, just cover up, industrial dust everywhere. Yeah. Yeah. Just fuck. Yeah, because he was like, because he kind of, you know, he's like, fuck, like, you know, they're making stuff for me, like amongst other things, obviously. Mm. Like, is this is this all right? And like, they're all stoked because they're just getting good cash, you know? Yeah, yeah. And he's like walking around, like, I wouldn't, <laughs> I wouldn't live here. Nah, this is this is oof. But I mean, sorry, I'm gonna I'm gonna try to jump back to the market now because okay, yeah, we, we were searching for a needle in the haystack because the last time I went to Victoria Market, as I was telling you. Mm. That was Mein Kampf for sale. Yes. And a used books in a used bookstore. Yeah. Just prominently. How, how much was it? I didn't ask. I did I I just you gave him a tenner and said keep the change. <laughs> I shoplifted it. Yeah. Uh very progressive of me. You'd be too embarrassed to buy it, wouldn't you? I reckon it'd be quite a shoplifted item. Mein Kampf. Yeah. Like well, like Playboys back in when kids would you know, filter them for the news agency, that sort of shit. Yeah. Well the one thing is because I looked this up because I was like where does the money go? Because like they're probably still printing Mein Kampf. Like it's a historical document. Mein Kampf obviously a, is Hitler's book. Yeah, it'd be in print. I did. I, I used to talk about this on stage a little bit, and like someone in Adelaide like just didn't know what Mein Kampf was. So I should just clarify: Hitler's book. Its literal translation is My Struggle. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's German English. A memoir. A memoir about basically his rise. Um, he wrote it in prison, I think, because he was in. Wasn't he in prison like initially after World War One? And then he got out, and that's when he kind of started everything. I think so. Yeah. I think so. Um, anyway, so, um, yeah, the money, if you buy a new copy, because it's a Penguin Classic now, by the way. That's what I saw at the market. It's a Penguin oh, okay. Classic. The orange and white. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, like it's. Uh, I don't think it had that branding, but it's like a Penguin Classic before they got into that branding. Yeah. 
Um, I'm interested to see if it's an orange and white one because they're all very fucking trendy. Yeah, but like the money from a fresh one goes to a Jewish charity. That's mm. that's where the money from Mein Kampf goes now. Okay. Um, which makes sense. Yeah. Um, but a used bookseller. What happens with proceeds of crime? <laughs> like, like that's that's obviously an example of where the proceeds are going to mm. something. If you like Chopper Reed was allowed to write books and stuff. Do they give a fuck about the arts? How does our mate Andrew Hamilton go with um, doing a comedy show about prison? I think that's fine. And being a guilty party. I don't I, think they could I take mean, that. I, I, I know he's you know, he's not making millions of dollars, so no one gives a fuck. But, <laughs> but legally speaking, what would happen if he were to be, I don't know, well, would I, some fucking dobber try to get it? <laughs> well, I think like just, you know, using my you know, channeling fucking law school from back in the day, mm. I would assume there's kind of a break in causation. Like it's not a direct result of the crime. Yeah. There's like another, like, you know, that he's done a crime. He's, you know, been punished for that crime. Yep. Like that's, you know, the double jeopardy thing why OJ can never be try, tried again. Because mm-hmm. like the, the jury's acquitted. So I was like, well, that's that. But then he can write a book being like, if I did it. Yeah. And then he can get proceeds from the book. Like I don't think... There'd be any claim to that. Well, like, he that was interesting actually because the Ron Goldman's family mm. did contest that, and oh. he wasn't allowed to like it, they, you know, that if I did it, yeah, they were the ones who forced the if to be very difficult to read, and that they the publishers had to. I know it's something funny over there with that, and really? it was a proceeds of crime thing. I think they might have got the money from it. Really fascinating. Yeah, because I oh. Because it would have been because he lost a civil case. Or yes, so it was part of that. Exactly, because he would have been able to sue in civil court, just like not beyond a reasonable doubt, which is the criminal burden of proof. Mm. Yeah, fascinating, but I I don't believe so because, like, if you think about it, sure, like you're describing your crime as the artwork, for yeah. example, yeah. or the work of art rather. Um, but like you're not getting money for the crime. You're getting money for the description, which yeah. isn't a crime. It's, I mean, it's a long bow for me, but legally, I'm sure someone... Remember when uh, Chopper was on Kerry Ann Kennelly? Mm. Fucking classic. And uh, Alan Jones rang up and said that he shouldn't be allowed to write books and get the proceeds of crime. Wait. I I mm-hmm that without properly engaging with it. Chopper Reed, former... Oh, no, sorry. Alan Jones was on Kerry Ann Kennelly. Okay. And um, they were discussing... Proceeds of crime, and, and Alan was saying, Chopper reads, fuck it, you know, shouldn't be that. Chopper rang up, and a cameraman puts a sign up to Kerry and going, Chopper's on the phone. <laughs> and he went, oh, Chop, Chopper's on the phone, Alan. And he gets on the phone, and Alan starts ripping in. He goes, no, 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 Alan, Alan, yeah, but I've never been caught with my pants down in a to- public toilet in London. Like, just straight straight to air. <laughs> Kerry Ann's like, oh, no, 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 we've got we to cut this short now. Get off the, oh, no, no, no. Yeah. Just the whole thing, it was brilliant. Right, just because obviously the implication being that uh, Alan Jones, a uh, homosexual man. Yeah. And then. But I don't think. Like it was just that he was in a public toilet in London and. Yeah. It was a big, it was a big deal. It was a big deal. I don't know this story. Huge Maybe deal. it was before my time. I just thought like Chopper was like implying, like was being a bit homophobic, which, you know, being a murderer who no, spent he, time he, in he a maximum. Being f- factual. Being factual. Yeah. But like, why was that a big deal? Well, because Alan did a big cover up about it. Oh. Alan protested. Ah. He doth protest to this day, in fact. Right. Um, but yeah, it was, it was a big deal, the public toilet thing, yeah. Right, was this back in the day? I'm gonna have this to, is 80s. I'm going to have to have a little little squiz at this yeah. post-pod. Maybe. And you'll find it on YouTube. You'll find the Kerry Ann Chopper. Oh, you can watch all that? Yeah, you can watch that. Because, yeah, Chopper is you know one of Australia's most famous criminals, just for anyone who doesn't have the Chopper read. Um, the, what, the funny thing is, I'm like, does Heath Franklin have to give Chopper any percentage of his money? Nah. For playing the character Heath Franklin's Chopper. Chopper's dead, baby. Chopper's dead. Oh, he is. Is he? Yeah. Yeah. Huh. Yeah, he died about 10 years ago. Right. My timeline's no good. Um, yeah. Like, or the family or anything? I guess you wouldn't because you're playing a character. Nah, it's like a parody. Yeah. It's a parody. Satire is fair use. Heath, Heath Franklin is brilliant. Like, his stand-up is really good. Yeah. But he just has to, like, he's sort of um, just doing his own stand-up, but sometimes as Chopper mm. and fuckwits turn up. Oh, good. Like, he's just doing really good stand-up. Yeah. And he's a left-leaning good dude. Mm. And he just has to do it as Chopper. <laughs> it's weird because it's changed. 
Yeah, well, this year he's doing out of character. He's yeah, doing, yeah, he's yeah, doing yeah. it as himself. He's great. I highly recommend you check out Heath Franklin. There you go. A plug for yeah, he's at Melbourne International Comedy Festival. That can go mm. in the thing. I've been, I've been, I've been good at like you know, if anyone gets a mention during the festival, fucking chuck yes. them in the old descript. Mm-hmm. Uh, let them know where to go. I'm trying to think of anything else at that fucking market that really because we we're, we're having a good wonder. We're having Just a good time. Tree. Fucking what? Oh, that you know the ones like a. You think, oh, there's a record store. Cool. Mm. I'll have a look at some records. No, nah, it's just fucking prints of stuff. Yes. Like, there's a piece of paper with Rocky Balboa written on it. I could fucking print that up myself. Yes. What the do you print, mean? The print store of non-Australian things. Fucking shit. Like, why would you? Can you imagine? New York. So just stuff. Yeah, you go to you go to Melbourne. Fucking rubbish. Go home to your family with like the obligatory fucking gift for your uncle. And it's a Rocky Balboa print from Victoria Market, a- Melbourne. A4, no less. Yeah. More like a Boulevard of Broken Dreams in A4, <laughs> laminated. It's so weird. Fucking I up. mean, I got that great photo of you, which, you know, will definitely accompany the episode of you next to the, the big bottle caps oh, yeah. with slogans on them yep. for the man cave, for yeah. the man just, den. Just fucking tack. Just tack <laughs> fucking dead shits put on their walls. Dude, it's like... I went. I did. A, I did one of my tour shows in Mount Gambier, and it had a bit of a man cave scenario, and it was actually sick. Like it was this guy's like a big Geelong fan. There was like a sweet pool table out At there. At his house, and it was in the back of like the restaurant wedding venue thing they own, and it was like this huge oh. kind of warehousey space, like bigger than this hotel room actually. There was just pure cave with like old school Geelong memorabilia and like all this kind of stuff and like old school Coca Colas. Like he had like all the Coca Colas over the years. Brilliant. And I was like, this is pretty sick. Like I'm into that. And then like you just see this tack and it's like, what cunt can be bothered to build himself a man cave but can't be bothered to find anything of value? Yeah. I it's just not even it's like fake vintage shit. Yeah. Like a bit of patina. And that just shit. Yeah, and, and just tried to make it look old, but you touch it and it's brand new. And like this is where you go smooth. to like be yourself and like yeah. relax and yeah. recuperate. And it's like, oh, yeah, I remember I only had twelve minutes, so I decked it out exclusively with Rocky Balboa yeah. prints <laughs> and a fucking <laughs> bottle cap that said swans on it. You're like, what? But it's not a bottle cap. It's a fucking huge bottle cap. Huge bottle so cap. You know, big, bigger than your head. Yeah. But just why? <laughs> like, people are fucking dumb. I just, I, I would, it would fascinate me to no end to know the market turnover. Like, is that all just money laundering or are they genuinely turning that shit over on a semi-regular basis? I don't know. Like, you, can't, you can't be making a profit with a store full of that shit. But they must. Markets. They don't look like this is just their fucking little weekender. You know, like these are pros. Fuck, we forgot about the dude with the yo-yo. There was like oh, yeah, a shifty yeah, looking yeah. dude with like Nike TNs and a fucking fitted cap just yo-yoing yeah. up and down the aisles. But again, like a light up yo-yo, like a f- very small child's yo-yo. Yeah, like Once the old stay school. stay down. Yeah. By themselves. That have like the no brain. Needed. Remember? Yeah. They used to the have like the brain, so like the little shit. gear in them, like zzzz, yeah. and then you like bring it back up. Too easy. Mate. He was causing a bit of a ruckus too, that fella. He was I'm throwing the, it around. I'm the owner of multiple boxes of Coke yo-yos. Multiple boxes of Coke yo-yos? Stole them. I was cleaning out the roof space of a pub I worked in. Yeah. And they said, Ch- you know, get rid of all the rubbish and tell us if there's anything good and we'll fucking keep it. I just didn't tell them. So I took <laughs> like 12 boxes of 12 vintage Coke yo-yos. Is that- and I tried not to flood the market. I sell them every few years or so. I sell a box for like 250, 300 bucks. <laughs> You're like the Just Saudis with money. oil. Yeah. I'm like the <laughs> beers yo-yos. with uh, with diamonds. That's so funny. Coke yeah. yo-yos. Mm-hmm. Dude, fucking they'd go well with your giant bottle top that says no stupid people allowed. Warning. Yeah. Fuck. If I bought that for my dad, he wouldn't be upset. And that is quite an indictment of the man. Oh, God. He wouldn't like, be happy. But where he you, would laugh. Where do you stand on fucking funny t-shirts? Dude, unfortunately. Like hash. Hereditary. Yeah? Dude, my dad had this one that he wore for so long. Female body inspector? No. No. Um, wanted woman who oh. can cook, clean, gut fish uh, with boat. Must send photo of boat and motor. Great. Horrific. <laughs> my my favorite my favorite thing <laughs> is that doesn't fish <laughs> yeah has no doesn't, interest in boats yeah 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 great it's just like this is yeah oh. but his his most recent is a bit gentler it's uh never trust an atom they make up everything with a little fucking you know particle rotating nice. around the yeah. proton got it good one yeah we i this guy I went to school with had a uh, 
bumper sticker that said, um, wife and dog missing, reward for dog, something something like that. Yeah, like. classic. And every time he got a new car, it wore out or, you know, he, he had a stack of them so he could put it back. He thought it was so funny that he had multiple of these stickers just to replace it when it got old or he had a crash or something. So the sticker had to go back on. <laughs> Dude, this builder that like we're, we're mates with, um, he's like this old English dude. You know, like those like English dudes who got out here cheap and have just been fucking working for cash for four decades. Yeah. You know those guys? Mm-hmm. Um, he's got his ute and on the ute he's got like this, this finger, like four fingers kind of three quarters cut off. Oh, yeah. Stuck across like the door. someone in there with the... Hands caught in the thing. Yeah, yeah. and he's, right. I was like, "Oh, that's that's cool." And he's like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah, yeah." Ordered five hundred. Yeah, brought him brought him back from Thailand. Yeah, the boys love him. I sell him, and I'm like, "Fuck me, dude!" Yeah, yeah, brilliant. It's ugh, people the, te- the testicles off the table, that sort of thing. The bull's nuts. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Testicles hanging down off the table. I'll never. My dad had um. He he had this thing. It was like this round kind of ceramic and written on it was, uh, this is a round to it. Uh, so now that I have a round to it, I can do all those things that I was going to do when I get around to it. Oh, goodness gracious. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Just the sheer is, disappointment in your voice. It's not even your oh, dad. Oh You're like, oh, God. my goodness. Oh. Isn't it amazing how far I've come? Um, look. I think that's the place to end it. Yeah. Luke, Luke Heggie, thank you so much I'm for being end on. Everything after hearing that. <laughs> <laughs> Refusing to release the episode now. Um, where can people find you? Where's the best way for them to find you? LukeHeggie.com. LukeHeggie.com. Yes. Put some complaint forms in. Let's flood yep. this thing. All right. By the way, yeah, if you if you do know anything about those, you can set up a, a mechanism for Mr. Heggie to finally access his complaints. Please do get in touch with me. I'll pass it along to him. Uh, Dan at danielmuggleton.com.au. And of course, go see Luke Heggie's show at the Melbourne International Comedy Festival, the Sydney Comedy Festival, the Perth Comedy Festival, the Brisbane Comedy Festival, and no dates in the UK because he's a dickhead and he won't come to the UK. Why? We should hang out there. No. <laughs> Fuck him. All right, that was my chat with Luke Heggie. I hope you agree with our flight podium, our ranking of the scummy behavior that takes place on a plane, uh, and also that you enjoyed our, our walking tour of the Queen Victoria Market. As I said, go check out his show. He's also got, I think, two, or at least one, and maybe one is coming out very soon, free comedy specials on YouTube. If you're not familiar with Luke Heggie, he is absolutely one of the best comedians in Australia. Uh, so you should go check that out and enjoy them for free. Enjoy some goddamn free comedy. Uh, more clarity on my special and how that's going to look very soon. Um, but otherwise, have a lovely week. I'll be back on Monday morning uh, by myself making conversation, maybe cheeking, maybe, sorry, cheek every fucking week. I fuck up a word. It's unbelievable. In the conversation, so smooth. In the intro and outro, I mess one up, and will I record it again? No fucking chance. Uh, come check out the show. People are liking it. Tell your Melbourne mates, Sydney and Perth on sale, UK on sale. We're doing this thing. Thank you so much for your support at Dan Muggleton on Instagram. If you want to follow me at Heggy Luke, I believe it's Heggy Luke. Yeah, on Instagram to follow him. Sweet as. Until next time, Verticoli, let's do it. <laughs> <laughs>